This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Houston Astros. Our one went away from a championship. We're not going to take anything for granted. It is nice to go home. See you later. Play hard. Play with passion. Kiss it goodbye. We want it. Astros. This is a special team that's been here before. Take it back. Take it back. Nationals. Everybody on their feet here. This club demonstrates resiliency. This team has no quit. The World Series. Game six. We hung a banner two years ago. We want to hang another one for these group of fans. Deep left field. Let's go. Let's go. And now, Astro Launch. The official pregame show of Houston Astros Playoff Baseball. Brought to you by Houston Methodist, Leading Medicine, by Gallery Furniture, by Daniels Jewelers, and by Waste Management. Here they come. Lift up. Now to the Astros broadcast booth. Here's Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. One, two. Ground ball left side. Bregman to his left. He gobbles it up. Slings it over to first in time. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros are one win away from a championship as they defeat the Washington Nationals 7-1 tonight. Go up three games to two in this World Series as the Astros make it a clean sweep in D.C. Oh, unbelievable. They did it tonight on the hands of, of course, Garrett Cole. Seven innings of one-run baseball, nine more strikeouts. And uh, just going out there and enforcing his will on this Nationals team like the Astros have done this entire series on the road and three two-run homers. Alvarez, Correa, and Springer chipping in with three two-run homers to give this Astros team a convincing win here in D.C. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros take on the Washington Nationals in Game 6 of the World Series. Astros took Game 5 on Sunday in D.C. 7-1 as Garrett Cole struck out 9 and allowed a run over 7 innings. Jordan Alvarez, 3 hits, including a 2-run home run. He scored twice as the Astros took all 3 games in the nation's capital and lead this World Series 3 games to 2 and 1 went away from their second World Championship in 2 years. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup and it's brought to you by Houston Methodist, leading medicine. The Astros will send Justin Verlander to the mound. And you think about everything Justin Verlander has accomplished in his career. There, there isn't too much left. But one thing he's never done is win a World Series game. This is going to be his seventh try to do so. Yeah, I, I, you know he's been asked about it so many times. And he loves the big stage and wants to be known as that player who steps up for his team. And, and what better way for, for the Astros to hopefully clinch this World Series than get J.V. Uh, his first World Series win. He's had trouble in the first innings. Uh, he's given up nine runs of his 14, have all come in, in the first inning. Uh, if you look at Garrett Cole's start compared to his first start of this series, Cole used his breaking pitch a lot more. So maybe Verlander starts throwing more sliders, more curveballs early in this ballgame, particularly in the first inning. Meanwhile, it's going to be Steven Strasburg on the mound 
for the Nationals and Strasburg, he was outstanding in his start in Game 2 of the World Series, and he's been outstanding in his postseason career. Third, third lowest postseason ERA in the live ball era. Yeah, that's 1.34 in eight career postseason games, seven of those starts. Uh, he's been perfect this fall. He's gone 4-0 with the 1-9-3. Uh, so he's been great. He's been their big game pitcher who, who they can rely on in their uh, most tense moments. And, of course, this is a very tense moment for the Nationals because they're on the brink of elimination if they don't get a good one from Strasburg. Today's keys to the game brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers and you know the game against Strasburg that he pitched in game two of the World Series he pitched very well but the Astros were able to run up his pitch count they were able to lay off quite a few borderline pitches and uh, you get Strasburg out of the game after six innings you, you feel like you're, you're doing something even in a postseason scenario. Yeah I don't think that's the really the the objective though I, I think for the objective is the Astros to, to kind of crack through just to break through because like you said they had plenty of traffic in those games and we were talking about it first two games felt like the Astros batters were a little unlucky because they were taking some good swings just hitting it right at them and things started to turn game three in Washington D.C. so uh, that's what the Astros team is banking on is to continue to, to do what they did on Strasburg. Doesn't use his fastball a ton set on some of the soft soft stuff uh, in counts and see if they can take advantage of it that way. It's amazing how much the momentum has switched with the Astros taking the three games in D.C. Nationals did not have a lead in any of those three contests and you feel like if the Nationals are able to take game six, game seven, you know, it's anybody's ball game so obviously you'd like to try and get it here. A.J. Hinch even saying, yeah, this whole win one out of two, he's like, that's not that's not the mentality you want to have if you're the Astros. No, you don't want to think about that soft landing because you have two chances to win one game. This is a must win. The Astros have treated every single game of this postseason that way. So uh, they know it's going to be crucial uh, to kind of get ahead of the Nationals and maybe crush their spirit to, to, to go on their way to, to winning their second world title in the last three seasons. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Astros television broadcaster Julia Morales. But now this. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Game six of the World Series, and I'm having a conversation with A.J. Hinch uh, before game six, and, and there's no secrets now with these two teams. You get uh, deeper into a, a long series like this, and, and both teams, uh, both managers, all the pitch, everybody knows everything about everybody at this point, don't they? <laughs> it feels like it, and it's much different preparing for this series as the series goes on as opposed to like in a, in a regular season or even even a, a five-game series. We've seen five games of, of this series they know kind of you know who are who we're targeting for which pitcher and vice versa we know um, so much about their hitters and the positioning and you can you can look at all the games and draw conclusions look at JV start last time and and, and try to uh, see what you would do differently so it 
but it, but at the end of the day, like it's it's go out play the game. We know that the strategies in which we have, you have to read and react to the game, and and ultimately we need to find a way to win. And for a pitcher, it's more about execution than mm -hmm. anything else, right? Well, especially these two guys. I mean, yeah. Strasburg and Verlander don't make you know a ton of adjustments, um, you know, other than their what their game plan is going to be, and they get after it. I mean, these are two of the most elite pitchers in baseball. They there's not a cat and mouse game. It's it's more power and strengths and going to areas of the strike zone where you can get swings and misses or and get to it's a race to two strikes both of them are very intimidating strikeout type pitchers so um, it'll be interesting to see how the beginning of it bats are for both teams I would imagine one thing you're worried about anyway in this game is, is JV being prepared right yeah right <laughs> it's like this guy's been you know he was pacing in here yesterday going through every hitter and mm -hmm. and we had a a brief meeting about today, and he, he's going to be—he's going to be overly amped and ready to go. I think the the key to, to him this postseason has been: can he get a feel for his slider early in the game? It's going to be uh, very, very important for him to get into the game cleanly. I know he's had a, a hard time with that this postseason, but. Uh, when he gets locked in and, and, and zeroes in on his game plan, there's not many better on the planet. I don't think from, from my distance, I, I've been around somebody that, that likes the spotlight more than him. And oh, he man. wants to be the guy, doesn't and he? And especially because he's had to answer questions about no yeah. World Series wins and getting beat in game two and and even the clinching game in in uh, in, um, in New York. You know, we, we he, he got beat up a little bit early, but then went seven strong. So I... You know he's he he knows what's at stake. He knows the reward at the end of a of a good game tonight, and, and the tone that he can set can be, you know, historic historic movement, moments for us. How you know you look at the games three, four, and five in D.C. and it's easy to to kind of pick apart some some special things, but the bullpen for ten and a third innings they they gave you one run ball. Uh, and a lot of speculation about your bullpen, even coming into the postseason, they've been un unreal. Yeah, they? I mean, I thought it was a little unfair that they, they were targeted as as maybe a weakness, and maybe that was just because of the strengths on our clubs and in every and other areas, and it just kind of looked <clears throat> made it stand out a little bit. But they, we have some very capable guys. We we do have some guys that have stepped up beyond what expectations are. When you look at Joe Smith throwing the eighth inning of a of a of a game five World Series and, and doing well, and you look at. Um, Will Harris coming in virtually, you know, being the fireman at all times. I'm putting him in the middle of the mess, and he's coming through with good with big pitches. And you know, it, it's taken our entire bullpen to, to, you know, in order to get to this three-two lead. And it's going to take some outs uh, unless JV goes crazy and goes 27 outs. It's going to take some outs tonight, and, and to get us to the finish line. But uh, tip my cap to the bullpen so far. It's been it's been a, uh, a strength of ours this series and. And, and certainly a main reason why we, that we have the lead. And now that Garrett Cole's made his last start uh, uh, this year, uh, can, you, can you just put into words what, what we were able to watch in, in what you saw as a competitor? Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think that's going to happen over time. It's so hard right now to, mm. to reflect back on him. One, I don't know that he's done yet. If, right. if we need last him tomorrow, start. we'll see. The last start is, was the other day. It's, and I've gotten asked by, the, by media on, on – Kind of putting it all in context of what his year has meant, and I think what I want for him in, in, in all of his effort is to is to be on that stage and feel like what it's like to be a world champion. We have some guys in the room that have done it. We want to do it again. Garrett Cole for the season that he had and the effort that he's put forward and the position that he's put us in. Um, you know that smile, that hug, that that moment is what I hope for him. 
Jordan Alvarez, pretty good time to, to give him his first start on the road. And Alvarez lifts it pretty deep to center field. Robles is racing back, still going back, looking up. See you later! A two-run home run for Jordan Alvarez. And the Astros lead it 2 to nothing. Alvarez's first home run of the postseason. Yeah, it's been a long time for Alvarez. It's about time. He absolutely hammered that ball to left center field. Just kept carrying on a line. 405 feet, 106 miles per hour off the bat of Alvarez. He came through big time. He, he did great swings, and it, and it really got set up in game one when he took a you know took a walk from Scherzer, got a couple hits, and and found his stroke a little bit, and then he sat and pinch hit for a couple days, and kind of targeted the game five is when I wanted to put him in the outfield. He responded great. Makes me feel really good for him that coming back home, a place that that every time he comes up to bat, I feel like this building is about ready to explode because he can impact the game. He doesn't have to carry us tonight. He just has to do his part. But um, a presence like that in the lineup goes a long way. You've won 117 games this year. Mm -hmm. And knowing you, I know you're not nervous, but what are you feeling right now? Uh, just some anxiousness to get to the game. You know, we like I said, there's not there's not a lot of studying left. Yeah. There's not a lot of secrets. There's not, yeah. you know, we'll prepare and make it maybe subtle adjustments that we've talked about some positioning on some guys and I'll check in with our guys. I just I want it so badly for our, for our players to get to the game, get into the game, wake up this building, get the lead. Um, so there's some there's some anxiousness to get started because uh, you know we're one win away. Strasburg gets the start. You're talking about no secrets. You're talking about. Uh you don't want to get ahead of yourself. He is very good, and he was very good earlier in this series. What do you got to do? We've got to we've got to put pressure on him. One of the things that we did very well the first time we faced him was put pressure on him, make him throw a lot of pitches. We stayed inside the strike zone. That was key. We hit a couple secondary pitches for extra base hits. That's key. He, he even though he throws pretty hard, he's still primarily change up curveball type guy. Mm -hmm. So putting pressure on him gets gets them. Uh, on their heels a little bit. We didn't come up with the super big hit um, when we faced him the first go around. And that that in itself, I think, was the difference between him being knocked out of the game or him going six strong, albeit with 112, 114 pitches, whatever it was. So uh, we've got the knockout punch if we can if we can deliver, if we put pressure on these guys. If we stay inside the strike zone, then I like our chances. Last thing, you guys don't do anything different. You prepare just like every other game, don't you? Same game. Yeah, same game. We're trying to win today, and that – that that's been our our kind of mojo and our approach. You know, there's you don't have to look any further uh, than today's game because the season can end today if we do things right. All right, AJ, thanks a lot. Good luck tonight. You got it. Thanks, Mark. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. Astros fans, whether you're enjoying the game at your favorite sports bar or at Minute Maid Park, please make sure you plan ahead for a safe ride home. From your friends at Silver Eagle Distributors Houston and Budweiser. Welcome back, Robert Ford joined by Julia Morales. I'm so glad I was able to grab you in the middle of you doing your, all of your World Series cameos for folks. Uh, so thank you so much for making time for, for, for Astros Radio. Uh, yeah. uh, you've Obviously, your role's different in the postseason, but you've been at all the road games. Uh, you've been here for all the home games, obviously, working for uh, AT&T Sports uh, Southwest. Uh, I want to talk to you first about the atmosphere in Washington, because we don't, you know, we have our headsets on. We don't necessarily get to know about the, the feeling in the stands and, and kind of what that was like. What was your experience like? What, what did you think it was like in, in D.C. In the, in the stands with the fans? So I looked forward to going to D.C. anyway. I loved the fact that we hadn't been since 2014, obviously, right. with the Astros. So I couldn't even, I couldn't really even remember the stadium or what stood out about that ballpark. So I was looking forward to going back. 
And of course, their story's so good. The fan base is so excited. If you think back to what, the way you felt as an Astros fan when, when the Astros were in the World Series for the very first time, kind of just happy to be there and all the right. other is just extra, right? Well, that's how the Nats are feeling coming in. I thought it was a great environment. Uh, you know, that obviously with, with some of the calls, they got a little more harsh as the series went on. Just you yeah. know, but but it was fun to see how passionate they were and then how loud they could get. Baby Shark was its own. You know, like, is that stuck in your head yet? Still, yes. But it was it was actually pretty legit, and uh, I couldn't believe how everyone was on beat at the same time. So that was actually pretty cool. But no, a really cool place to play. You know, for them, it, it's it's tough not getting a win uh, at their home ballpark in the World Series. Astros fans don't mind that one bit, neither do the Astros. But uh, but yeah, all around a really cool. Atmosphere. So you mentioned the series 2014, the last time the Astros played in D.C., uh, much different ball club. Uh, Springer and Altuve, the only two Astros who played in that series, who are still uh, who are still here. What do you do? You remember anything about about those two days? Because I was trying to, I was looking at the box scores when the series started, and it, it was all a blur to me. So yeah, I was going to say I didn't even look at the box score. You went a step further. I do remember Peacock. I remember Peacock was a part of the team uh-huh. too, as well. And I remember his dad. That was when I got to meet. Jerry Peacock ah. for the first time. He was on the road, and I, I had happened to run into him on the concourse. I was getting, I think it might have been crab fries or whatever, you know, whatever it yeah. is at their ballpark I was eating, ran into Jerry Peacock. So that is my memory from that, and also telling the story of Peacock getting in the, in the RV and traveling, and that was the first time I told it. Now everybody know, everybody in the world knows Jerry Peacock, and everybody right. knows that story, but that was the first time I told it, if you think back. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I, I remember running around seeing all the monuments in D.C. That's a, that's a must, and I did that again this time. And I think a lot of Astros fans did as well. So cool, a cool city to, to get to visit this time around. Yeah, that was back when on the TV broadcast, you probably focused a little bit more on what the foods were at the ballpark <laughs> because, I mean, let's be honest, the Astros weren't very good at the time. Yeah, in the middle of the summer, too. You know, I remember Jose Altuve obviously coming on strong the second half of the year, winning mm-hmm. the battle ti- batting title that year. But but in the middle of the, the dead of the summer, it was still really, it was a ball club that was struggling at times, still trying to figure their way out. And, and we were all kind of just watching to see what Jose Altuve was doing every night. And then George Springer, like you mentioned was coming up and an exciting player we saw flashes of brilliance with him but right. a lot of strikeouts you know he's a completely different hitter than he was in 14 when we were watching him and, and here he is a world series mvp later and and then whatever happens tonight i, I think george is going to be a fun one to watch here in front of the home crowd and in this world series and and man when you know all this talk about 2014 it's kind of taking me back like <laughs> really how far have they come especially uh, some of those guys that were on that team now don't want to be presumptuous, but you have covered some Astros clinching, clinching quite a bit, and I'm I'm never in the clubhouse for it. That's Steve Sparks' job, as a lot of people are well aware, uh, as Astros fans know. Uh, so it's different, I think, in the World Series and in the League Championship Series because there's the presentation on the field a lot of times of the trophy, and then there's kind of milling about on the field before guys come into the clubhouse so is it like kind of a different vibe than when say when you clinch a division or the division series when you basically go straight from the field to the clubhouse that's a great question and, and it is and i you know i learned that the first time around well honestly I, you know you don't even really know what to expect with each team too and how different they are you know we, we've been through clinches where they just lost a baseball game in toronto right. and then going on you know obviously winning the division but didn't celebrate until a day later but still a really fun celebration just a very different vibe and kind of knowing that you're knowing that it's coming to this time around I, I feel like they've been partying hard I don't have another way to, to describe yeah. it but it does feel it that way but yeah going DS if they're on the road it happens very quickly they're popping champagne they're, they're drenched and they're and they're going after it um, 
but when they're at home, it takes a little bit longer for them to get in there. Um, families, they obviously want to see their family. Right. Some of them want to go straight to their kids, and that takes some time before they're all in there. Obviously, AJ has to wait for everyone to give the speech, and then they can't get going. Um, but World Series, yeah, I mean, I, I expect that to, I hope that this all happens, but I would expect that to take even longer for these guys to finally get in there together just because of the home fans. And it would just, it would be a very, very cool place to be um, if you were in this ballpark and, and they were to clinch it. All right, well, hopefully we get to see that tonight or tomorrow. Julia Morales does such a great job uh, with the Astros television broadcast on uh, AT&T Sportsnet. Thanks so much for joining us, and now you can get back to some of those cameos. <laughs> Thanks so much, Robert. Astro Line, the official off-season hot stove show for your Houston Astros. I love that all the Astro fans are here. With your favorite Astros and Major League stars. One of the best relievers in baseball. Will Harris. Todd Keller. Jeff Love, Jeff Luno in the house tonight. One of my favorite players on the team is Josh Reddick. Astro Line. Presented by Carbon Brewing Company. Live from Pluckers at 1400 Shepherd Drive in Houston. This fall, right here on the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.